0: It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. And I am pleased to be on the air with our good friend, John Well, John and I did not get off on a good foot, uh, not at the best of circumstances, when he burst onto the scene in an elf suit uh, regarding the Hooks at Manchester relationship. But uh, since then, I think we've come to respect each other. Uh, generally speaking, especially in areas where we have had differences on policy and direction. Uh, and I think we found each other to be a formidable opponent when it comes to, uh, advocating for our points of view and, uh, defending our turf. And, uh, through that we have, uh, we have become friends. So John was one of the, uh, <laughs> I was actually one of the things that surprised me yesterday with a number of people who said, Hey, can I come on the radio show before you go off the air? <laughs> I get like half a dozen calls, most of which I was able to schedule couple more still and and john was one of those folks he's got a new initiative it's called bottom up education it's what he would like to talk about and it's something that i i have honestly seen that he has put up uh you know he's created a website and a facebook page and he's been disseminating information and with everything going on not the least of which is an election it i i I, like i said earlier john I, i haven't done my homework so i hope you'll forgive me and uh so we're here to learn about bottom up education and what john is trying to do because as with most things that John has done, and I, I can say this sincerely, he, is, he has done it, um, however unorthodox you may think his methods are, typically with uh, fairly broad-based support because of the way he engages people and solicits ideas and structures things. So I'm interested to hear about bottoms-up education. With that, John, I'll stop talking.
1: Well, good morning, Rich. And uh, yeah, you're right. I'm in a forgiving mood today, so I totally forgive you for not doing your homework. Um, I think I think it is important, though. That uh, we start this uh, this morning off with a little gift for our, oh, gift. our humble
0: host. You mean the 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 the, the Duncan's decaf that you brought me is is not enough? No,
1: that's not enough. That's Thank just, you. Though. That's just for starters. We have a Walmart bag, uh, of course. I didn't get a chance to gift wrap this for you, but
0: well, uh, hey, listen, Walmart bag is gift wrapping, isn't
1: it? I want you to just uh, maybe remember me at Christmas time. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great! I'm not even going to tell people what it is. I'm just going to take a picture of it and I'm going to send it to Josh and have him put it up on the Facebook. Page. So, I, I guess that's my my, my
1: question is: Do you and your kids have uh, an elf on the shelf at home?
0: No, we don't have an elf on the shelf. All right, so that, we do now.
1: <laughs> well, you you have the, you have an outfit, so I'll have to come up with the elf on the shelf um, just so you can remember me by that. Remember and,
0: you make it sound like i 'm going to another planet
1: well, you know it's this is uh this is one stage of your life that you 're leaving behind and you 're moving on to something better and uh for those out there who pray pray for rich and rich'll be you. praying for himself. But I'm, I'm, and all of you, really, I, I do. I'm really convinced that um, you know when you leave something like this behind, you're just opening another door, Rich. You're you're about to step into something that's even better uh, than you can have imagined. So that's uh, that's my prayer for you, my friend.
0: Well, thank you, John.
1: Um, yeah, so so I'm here today to talk about uh, bottom-up education. Um, as a matter of fact, this morning I submitted this idea to the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. They have a, something called Reimagine ed- Education. And uh, I'm actually submitted this for the Teaching Delivery Award. Uh, Bottom Up Education is the website. Bottom Up Education, if you want to go along and read with us, you can go to bottomupeducation.com, and you can download the latest version of the white paper. We're up to version 4.2 right now. Um, But that's where you'll keep track. And eventually I'll do a blog out there so everybody can keep track of what we're doing on a daily basis. Um, But it really is a movement by the people, I believe. I've, I've been listening since I was on the school board, And and even before the school board, I've been listening to teachers, and I think we're all in agreement that the top-down education system in our country has failed, and it's failed our children miserably and as school board members, we're trying to keep the ship afloat, try to plug the holes as superintendents and as principals. We're trying to keep the ship afloat, and definitely the teachers are right there on the front lines with the kids, and they are doing their best to keep it keep that ship afloat. But you know what, Rich? There's sometimes when it's time to retire the ship and build a new one, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to build it from the ground up. It's going to be a very simple and straightforward process, so everybody will be able to wrap their brain around it. Um, the, the system itself is called Higher Education Learning Program, or HELP. Uh, as you know, <laughs> I like to use the word help uh, yeah. in, in, uh, in what I do because I want to be helpful, and I want, uh, especially the teachers. We're going we're gonna to flip this model on its head. The teachers are going to be in charge again, uh, like they were back in the one-room one schoolhouse back we had in the farming days. Um, the idea is very simple. Uh, I'll ask you a couple questions, Rich. Even though you didn't study, I'm going to put a, put a quiz out to you. Um, at home, as a parent, you're, uh, you're fortunate to be a, a married parent, but we have single parents out there. We have uh, gay parents out there. There's all kinds of different parents. There's even grandparents that are fulfilling the parent mold uh, role. But in a child's life, Rich, at the home, before they go to school, um, who is the most important person in that child's life as far as an educator? No, mom and dad. Mom and dad, right? Or mom or dad, if they're single-parent families. Mm-hmm. Um, most important educator in the child's life, they are basically teaching the child the basics, how to how to walk, how to crawl, how to eat, uh, how to go to the bathroom. I mean, it's that that, that basic, Rich. But eventually, at around age five, uh, we, we, uh, we submit our children to either the public school system or the private school system. Those who are fortunate enough have enough money uh, can go to a private school system. Um, but those most of us i 'd say the majority of us have to uh, submit our children to the public education system through a kindergarten program.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, once that child enters the kindergarten program, they are now basically spending their day with another human being, their teacher, their educator. Mm-hmm. So who now becomes the most important person in that child's life with regards to education throughout the day, Rich?
0: I'm sorry, ask that question again?
1: Uh, Who becomes the most important person in that child's life with regards to education when they enter kindergarten?
0: Well, I personally, I I don't think the parent ever ever, uh, should relinquish that role, but as a practical matter, it becomes the teacher because the parents, once formal schooling starts, tends to... I think the parents tend to see themselves as... Uh, lesser qualified if qualified at all, and so they they defer to the expert in the classroom
1: so I think you're you're hundred percent on on target with that answer, rich. Um, basically, the team that we're building upon here in this model is the team of the parent is the team of the teacher in that parent group. Um, we also have as part of our model what we call education greatness committees. Uh, we basically have the teacher, uh, the parent. And then what we call master teachers. Master teachers are basically teachers that are experienced for many, many years, have a lot of uh, usually seniority because they've got a lot of great ideas that they're ready to implement. And along with the model, uh, we have school board members. So you're probably saying, well, what is an education greatness committee, John? That that sounds like, you know, that sounds nice. But what exactly? Sounds like
0: something out of 1984, John.
1: (laughs) No, this is bottom up. This is not top down. Uh, bottom up basically says we're going to form these committees, um, and these committees are going to basically come up with ideas for better education for children. Mm-hmm. All right, and I and I have in the uh, in the document some nice pretty pictures, so it's easy to for people to get their heads wrapped around this. But this is the political arm of this movement. Um, what, it, what it will be is we're going to be prototyping this in the state of New Hampshire before this launches throughout the United States. And the idea is very simple. We're going to combine uh, five teachers, two parents, two school board members, and two master educators on a committee. Okay. From there, uh, basically these committees are going to filter through uh, a database of ideas. Now the database, you might say, well, what is that? Uh, why are we getting software involved in this? Um, software is involved in this whole thing, um, through something called the help self program, which is higher education learning program, software enabled and uh, lesson framework. I'm sorry. Cause this, okay. I have an older version, software
0: here. enabled lesson framework,
1: lesson framework and, and so self help self. The idea is this is very simple. Uh, the educators are on the front line. They are the ones we're going to empower and we're going to entrust with the education of these children. So they've got great innovative ideas, but right now we're handcuffing them through Common Core. We're basically dumbing down our teachers to be robots to implement basically lesson plans to teach to a test, mm-hmm. and we try to be successful on a test. We have teachers that have bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, and even some with doctorate degrees, and we're not using them to their fullest potential. No. We're paying the salaries for those for those career choices they've made, but we're not using them to their fullest potential. This model is going to basically streamline those ideas into a database. The database will be shared around the country, and kind of like uh, I like to explain it to somebody, if you go to a five-star hotel, and uh, or even go to a two-star hotel but the pillow you sleep on that night is so comfortable and you get a great night's sleep well the first thing you want to do is you want to give some kudos to that hotel so you go on to their online site you hit them with a five-star rating you say that pillow was so comfortable i slept like a rock love this place the people were great apply that same concept to this model teacher submits an idea gets into a database a little video on what his or her uh, project is that's going to uh, enable education let's say a math class that's going to enable for third graders so somebody's going to search the database and say i want a math lesson for third graders that's going to help me out and there's a video of mrs jones teaching her math lesson person uses that math lesson in their classroom across the united states and guess what same results an excellence in education higher test scores so what is this person going to do as a peer they're going to go back and give them a five-star rating tell them why it works so good and that now that teacher's idea will bump up in the scale. You may have somebody that submits a lousy idea, which can happen in the system. If somebody has a bad experience, they're going to go back and rate it as a poor experience and tell exactly why. So through this online database, teachers will be able to not only be the innovators, but they'll be able to share the ideas across the country. Now, again, our model is going to begin in New Hampshire, uh, we have a uh, an alpha and a beta test site set up already. In our first year, we'll be reaching out to twelve schools with all the teachers in those schools. In the second year, we'll be going to twenty schools. Hmm. Once we get this uh, prototype and all, all the software banged out and uh, debugged, which there won't be any bugs because I'm going to write it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now you're
0: doing we, all this as a volunteer. This know. is this all is, volunteer. This isn't sort of like a paying gig. You're not working for a consulting firm. No, you're not raising money so that you can create a foundation or anything like that. You're this just is totally volunteer. grassroots,
1: and and basically. Um, as you submit emails to me and as you challenge me on the Facebook page or once we get the blog going, once you challenge me and and, and give me some input on what you would like to see in this program, I am definitely one of those type of people that will implement your ideas. This is not my program. This is our program. I'm I'm big in building teams. And together as a team, we're going to fix the education system in this country.
0: All right, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll have more with John Liskars, former Hooks at School Board member and now architect of bottom-up education. We've uh, found the Facebook page, and we've been sharing and tagging uh, Josh and our page on it, so we can make sure to link to it and all the relevant information from the archive of this interview. And so you can get it right now at our Facebook page at trotelarge.com. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, sports. Stay with us.